On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week 17 of the 2021 NFL season Then go to our normal segments for Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and Preview Week 18. And things as always, our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, are you still cold? I I am not cold anymore. I've warmed up quite a bit. I don't think I have any permanent damage from uh, my attendance at the game this weekend. And nice. I'm just sitting here. I was smiling in anticipation of you asking me how I am, because <laughs> I am I am up dangerously high at the moment. Yeah, this so this obviously we didn't talk about it because obviously the news, the big news that came out um was and, Mr. Kurt well the day Mr. after Cousins, we, the yep. day after, like on Friday, the news broke. Um and uh news that came out, Kirk got tested positive. It was a self admit or self uh, uh what it was, what's the word I'm looking for? Um reported reported. Yeah, so there's the word like like reported symptoms or something. Yeah, because yeah, he started having symptoms and then he because before he didn't even have a positive, like he felt them the symptoms, and then he went in and got retested, and it came back positive. So he's automatically out because he is unvaccinated. Um, so that was a huge like deflation that happened, and it became like basically. Yeah, Jake and I were very like nervous. I think both of us were a four, four and a half. I mean, not confident at all with Kirk playing, and then when Kirk Jake was, out, was a little my, bit confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine. Well, keep in mind he was confident of, in covering a spread, which yeah, that's fair. With Kirk, we would do. I mean, we have done that this year. We always keep it close. That's the thing. We've literally never lost by more than uh, what was it, eight points. Um, yeah. So like covering six and a half to a team we have beaten, that's not crazy. So I don't fault him on that. But with Kirk out, I mean, my confidence was basically zero. Like no, I was like, things- that's. It, yeah, things <laughs> things spiraled for the Vikings, and yeah. as uh, as as boots on the ground for that game, I can tell you, there were yeah. a good number of Vikings fans in uh, Lambeau, which I feel like is is usually the case for mm. you know cross border rivalries and stuff like that, and none of them were happy at all. No, they weren't no. happy before, they weren't happy during, and they weren't happy after. And before is what really struck me, and. I I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I pity them. I do because it's like you have tickets to a game that potentially, you know, you win and you have a playoff shot and stuff like yeah. that. And then literally like two days before it happens, the quarterback has COVID, zero chance he can come back. Yeah. And it's like, what, do we do we not go? You know, like it it just kind of, yeah, it, it, would, it would really suck. So I do and pity And it's one thing that. too, like, the the thing is we were talking about like the Packers this year, like they have slow starts and yeah. this was a game that like it was, I mean, the fact that we, you know, only gave up three points in the, after your first drive, after, you know, you drove down the field, it was yeah, a, thanks to Josiah's, you know, Josiah DeGuar's brick hands, but yes, yeah. that was, <laughs> and, and it's just like, you know, we, I, it was a, a moment in that game where I'm like, Gosh, if our offense literally wasn't 
or if our offense existed, we we're like, wow, we could have yeah. literally capitalized on this. But with Rashawn Manning, like, you know, it just nothing. There was a well, moment it, where, yeah, that's go, that's go for you. If you have an offensive coordinator, you lose your starting quarterback. That's it, it. You know, it comes on like, all right, how talented is my play caller to make us? You know, that's a huge loss. But you should still try to like see what if Clint Kubiak was deserving mm-hmm. of that job of any of his merit of his ability to call plays, we would have done much. We would have done at least like better on offense than that. I mean, it was, well, you at least, you at least would have tried. It didn't seem like there was a real effort being made on offense, which is what struck me. And, you know, is at the point where I think, you know, after the third quarter was over and I was there with a buddy who got tickets and uh, a couple of his family members, and they were like, all right, we're thinking about heading out pretty soon. And normally I'd never leave a game early, but A, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to be like a jerk and make everybody stay just because of me. And B, yeah. like it was so far out of reach and there just wasn't, I mean, there was one touchdown drive that the Vikings had, but yeah, it just really seemed like it, they just kind of accepted defeat. Like yeah. they didn't, there wasn't a lot of effort to make something happen on offense. I know Sean Mannion isn't as good as Kirk Cousins, but there, but there were there were throws and things, and I'm like, he's not like awful. No, he's like, not he's, some guy off the street. And he's yeah. like, and if he's gonna fuck up, at least like try Let him throw it down to do field. something. I know. It's, it, like, it was like, so what, infuriating to watch. Yeah, what like what do you gain at the end of this? At the end of this game, you know, Sean Mannion, 22 of 36 for a buck 89 and a touchdown. What what is worse? what makes the situation worse if he throws a couple of picks because you're trying yeah. to do something. I mean, that final score is 37 to 10. Like, yeah, this was never going to be anything but that the least you could do is take a fucking shot. And when he, you know, when, when Mannion has kind of the, the clamps down on him, that also results in Delvin cook nine rushes for 13 yards. Yeah. Like the whole situation just, completely fell apart and i don't know i i mean i had a great time i'm not gonna lie to you adam i i thoroughly enjoyed watching this game (laughs) but uh but from a from an outside perspective it would be pretty frustrating i gotta imagine i mean it was yeah it was i i watched every single minute every play of this game and i i just you know just frustrated like i my girlfriend could attest like i'm it doesn't matter that it was sean Mannion. like i'm livid at like all of these play calls especially in the first half where i'm like the game wasn't you know when the game wasn't out of reach i'm of course getting animated because i'm like they are letting us have a chance in this game and i'm like what we just cannot capitalize or you know i mean yeah some players made some massive plays in this game on especially on defense like the defense was playing really hard in the beginning. Like they were, you know, not going to roll over and die. But then like the offense just had zero life. There was zero creativity. And it's just like too little, too late all the time. It was probably kind of an issue with, obviously it all, or at least it mostly comes from the top with Zimmer and the coaching staff and stuff like that. It also just kind of seemed like after the Packers did get out to a decent lead, kind of towards the end of the first half, I mean, I got to imagine as a Vikings player, you know, you basically, you have to win this game. I think it was, it was cut and dry. If you lose this game, you get eliminated, which is with uh, the Eagles winning earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a player, I mean, with the kind of crazy news late in the week and all that stuff going on outside of it, and you just kind of got, and it's cold and 
mm-hmm. shitty outside and you don't want to be there and you're on the road and the crowd is, you know, against you. And you just, I don't even know if I blame any of those guys for potentially just kind of checking out. Cause that's kind of yeah. what seemed like happened. Well, and it's, it, it's unfortunate, um, you know, with the losses, I, I think, you know, if Kirk Cousins plays, um, do I think we win that game? Not necessarily, but it's a hell of a lot closer. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not uh, a twenty-seven point yeah difference. And I just think like teams. this thing, the, the thing that we saw a lot of was how badly our offense relies and needs Kirk Cousins, and I think yeah, it, it was eye-opening. I think to a lot of fans, I, it shouldn't be, but you know, it's like a no doy. But at the at the same time. I just, I don't understand the apprehensiveness to playing Kellen Mond. You know, I, I, I understand like what, what made I mean, me give you, you get out there for a couple plays, one think, series, but, three yeah. plays. And yep. you know, uh, like what are, what are we doing here? And I, I just, it doesn't make any sense. And now with net this week, Kirk's back and it's a meaningless game against the bears. Um, and Kirk's playing, um, you know, we're, we're not resting anyone. And just because, Zimmer's probably this is probably be his last game, and he wants to go out with a win. I'm sure, and you know, I'm he's, he's no the best chance. Obviously, he's playing all the starters. It's just really unfortunate because it's like, why would he? You know, you'd hope that a guy would recognize. All right, I know when I leave here, the organization's going to continue. Maybe I want them to see what they have for the a possible future quarterback. Yeah. And I don't know. And it's, and it's like kind a- of this this stubbornness that kind of underpins the reason that Zimmer's probably on his way out is, you know, everyone can, can appreciate the fact that you should see what you have in mind. You probably should have seen it last week, but he didn't want to, I guess he felt that that was the best shot and he didn't want to give up on the, you know, potential playoff run. And now this week it's completely over and he's just, no, I want to, I want to do what I want to do even in the face of everyone telling me it's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how something goes. We'll, we'll talk about it in the preview, but this game, like, again, there wasn't really a whole lot to say. Like, I don't know why Zimmer continually tried just putting Chris Boyd on Devante. I'm like, I don't understand yeah. that plan. Didn't, didn't work. Chris Boyd just refuses to look for a football ever. Like he's, he's always just trying to play a receiver's hands and good receivers. know they don't put their hands up until the last possible second or like at all. I mean, like Adam Thielen does it all the time. Devonte does it all the time. You see any like great catching receivers. They know they're not going to show their hands because corners play the hands and Chris Boyd, like you have to look for the ball. Then we had several opportunities, especially in this game that I'm like, you get your head around, you know, you might have a play at it. And he just, it's frustrating. Cause like he has some flashes, but it was a bad defensive strategy for a defensive guru. You know, I just, I don't know. It's just mind boggling to me. Yeah. And to a certain extent, you know, I don't know if there's a corner on the Vikings that can shut down uh, Devonte Adams, but like you said, it wasn't a good strategy. Um, and the, the real takeaways that I have from this game, kind of just final thoughts. Cause the game itself, like you said, wasn't super no. interesting. Uh, the Packers, you know, secure the one seed, which makes next week, quote unquote meaningless and we'll talk about that i'm sure uh a little bit later in the week or in the show here mm-hmm. the vikings did break their one score streak so that's that's good wait how many did you need 
to to break the record. Oh, we already had it. Yeah, you it already was, have it. Okay. Good. Yeah, it was. Okay, uh, so you didn't the, fuck that one up, did you? No, no. Okay. So we, that was only our second game that wasn't one score. Um, yeah. So you're at fourteen. And, yeah. So we currently have fourteen. That's that's what we had. And so okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, the the last thing I wanted to say here, uh, uh, Paul Allen, go fuck yourself. Since you said, <laughs> I hope the Packers don't win another game this season. They have not lost a game. So I hope that that little lie made up story you told about Matt LaFleur or how, how do you know, coach. Like, I, I'm curious that you instantly call that a lie. Like you I'm, have no idea. No, now I'm glad. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you you because, have zero idea. No, I do have an idea because Paul Kevin Allen said that the Packers, Packers. What? Paul Allen told this funny story after the last Packer Viking game. And he said that a Packers coach Kind of implied that it was Lafleur, but then I apparently later he said it was some like you know position coach came up to him and was just very rude and abrasive and said a whole bunch of things that hurt Paul Allen's feelings, and that was the crux of his like oh well and he did a little victory lap thing which I'd love to have him on the pod ask him how he's feeling about it now, but you beat Sean Mannion like I don't understand but he implied he he said that the Packers coach said all this stuff to him and then. The next day, he said that Matt LaFleur called him to apologize about that assistant coach. Matt LaFleur was then asked about that incident at a press conference, and he said he did not know who Paul Allen is. Doubtful. What? Why would? Why would Matt? You're LaFleur... doubt. You're doubting Paul Allen's stories. I'm doubting yours. Like, like you're doubting Matt LaFleur's thing. story. Yeah, I think it's much more likely that Matt Lafleur doesn't know who the hometown radio guy is for the Vikings. But again, than for him to just, just the, like the lie for no reason. Radio about guy it. for the Vikings, of course he's going to be anti-Packers. He's going to be anti-everyone. He calls the yeah. Lions the the Detroit Kitties. Like I, you know, like he just he, well, I mean, never, the Lions he's always he's a homer. Of course, the Lions kind like, of deserve that. I don't know if we're going to mention it, but he's the, from Minnesota. Or, he's been the our play-by-play. You know, so see, I just, think the Lions brought the all-time series of uh, Catbird to, yeah, they brought it to plus three birds. So the Lions don't I, deserve to be called anything but it's, kitties. It's just so funny but, that you're, like you're always like so shocked and like almost like appalled that anyone affiliated <laughs> with the Vikings, especially in the media, is anti-Packers. Like it's like he made a story what? up. You don't That's know so that. Like dumb. How do you like again? You're speculating. That's what it is. <laughs> It's just I'm pointless. going off of what I've heard. If you want to believe I'm going off story of what I've heard. with no like, proof, <laughs> and we can fact check Matt Lafleur and figure out that he doesn't know who he is. I mean, so I don't you're know. saying Paul Allen lies, has lied about this, but yes. how is how are you not even acknowledging that maybe just maybe maybe Lafleur is not telling the truth? Yeah, because Matt Lafleur is a future <laughs> coach of the year, <laughs> and so there's just there's a certain level of integrity no. that comes with that no. award. I mean, bad guy, a, a bad person would never win coach of the year. Um, and I hope that, um, I, I just, I hope that Paul Pretty had sure fun Matt with Nagy his comment. won coach of the year. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, and Matt Nagy, like we covered on last week, he was my performance of the week. He's an outstanding human being. <laughs> and that's hey, it. Hey, check your guys' Twitter. I just found that, um, that Paul just, Allen video. You just found it. Yep, yep, that's yep. the one where he just that, what a 
What a strange looking man Paul Allen is. I'm getting way off. Oh, now you're going out. Now you're going after his looks. Now we're attacking the man. I mean, like, <laughs> like I just, you know, you and were, you can tell how uncomfortable the other two people in that clip are. Is he's telling his little made up story and they're rolling I don't their think eyes. They are. Again, you you are so great at speculating and skewing to your side. It's 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 un it's unbelievable, really. Um, so with that, let's let's move on. Um, couple other games. I don't know how much you had to watch because I'm guessing. So yeah, let, let me let me describe my my viewing experience on Sunday to you. Yeah, I was driving down to Wisconsin, and so I had Red Zone on an illegal stream on my phone, which okay. is very hard, and it kept cutting out, and I would try to fix it while. Just, so I I got almost nothing. I got to hear the TV broadcast, which is not super helpful. Okay. Um. So I. I'm aware of things that happened, but I didn't really get to see very much of it. Okay. Um, so basically what I, if we're going to talk about, let's go to the, the chiefs Bengals. So I watched this one. This was a being a heavyweight fight. I mean, it was just back and forth um, for whatever reason. Spagnolo decided to just keep one-on-one -on -one covering uh, Jamar chase and it kept bringing pressure and Joe and it Burrow, went really well, right? Yeah. Joe, yeah. Joe Burrow, just like, I'm just going to throw it up to him. Um, and I'll get to his stat line because I'm going to, in Joe segments Burrow, because I'm going to have that, but didn't Joe Burrow literally say in a press conference, like he said, it was like the meme, like, fuck oh, yeah, he goes, Jamar he's out like, there yeah, somewhere. He's like, he goes, yeah, you, you guys know the meme, like, you know, F it Jamar down there somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> the, the interesting thing that I want to talk about the, the end sequence, the last two possessions of this game. So the, um, the chiefs came back and, you know, they, they went back and forth and the, uh, they were up 28 to 24. Late in the game, late in the fourth, the the Bengals go on an eight play, eighty six yard drive spanning four minutes twenty seven seconds to to take the lead thirty one twenty eight. Um, it was you know just a great drive. I mean, the credit to the Bengals and especially Joe Burrow. He's been on a tear last two weeks. He was my performance of the week last week. Could get it again this week. I mean, it was unbelievable. I, I think yeah. Like I don't know if anyone has thrown. He might be the first player. Um, for sure in a long time, maybe in NFL history to have back-to-back 400-plus, -back four touchdowns, zero interception uh, weeks. I mean, it, it, it was unbelievable. I, I just checked. He is. Yeah. And so he, uh, the, the the Chiefs, you know, get the ball, and they start driving down the field. You're thinking, oh, God, oh God it's they're just going to, you know. They're going to do roll. Chiefs things. Yep. Well, they get down to the red zone. They get down to the 16. They have a third and five at the 16. Six minutes left. So a lot of time. Um, Mahomes isn't able to find Tyreek Hill. The, the Bengals came out with an all out blitz and Mahomes just kind of had to scramble out and throw the ball away. And they had to settle for a field goal. And, you know, they, yes, the field goal, it, it's, it ties the game, but the way the Bengals have been playing, you're just like, they are, you know, I don't know if chiefs see the ball again. And that's always the worry. That's the, always the worrisome thing against they the always chiefs. Say you can't beat the Bengals with field goals. Everyone says that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm saying, but like the, the issue is scoring too fast and that's what the Bengals have been doing. Can they really have a six minute long scoring drive to take I guess Keep in mind the chiefs defense in the second half of the year has been one of the best in the NFL. 
Um, they ended up taking the ball all the way down to get a first and goal at the one. And this is where it gets interesting because there are two minutes left. The Chiefs still have some timeouts. They still have two timeouts. Well, the, they they know they do not want to score again too early because they, you know, it's Mahomes is gonna score with two full minutes. They take like these weird QB sneaks and credit Zach Taylor, who this is a huge Zach Taylor year because he was on the hot seat. He Burrow is just taking these sneaks. Essentially, they're kneel downs, but he's trying just to gain inches at a time. And the, the Chiefs know that, but Burrow's doing a really good job just going down immediately. And they're making them burn their timeouts. And then it gets a little funky where it's third and goal at the one. And they try to just hand it off to Mixon, and he doesn't get it. So it's fourth and goal at the one. They take their final timeout. There's 58 seconds left. And the Bengals stay on the field. The offense stays out there. And they try like a screen pass to Mixon. Mixon gets it and he reaches for it. It looks like he got, he broke the plane, but it they ruled him short. But there mm-hmm. was an, an offensive holding penalty on it as well as a um, defensive holding in the end zone. So they offset meaning they got to do it all over again. And so it's fourth and goal. The offense stays out there again. There's 50 seconds left. Burrow, then incomplete pass to Boyd, but then they get Sneed uh, corner for the bank for the chiefs illegally use the hands to give an automatic first down at the one uh, yard okay. line. I saw a bunch of ref memes about this game. Yeah. It's making more sense now. So I cause like it, it, it was the craziest, like, you know, you have Romo and Nance on the call, and they're both being like, oh, you got to kick a field goal. You know, Romo's doing that. Ah, I don't know, Jim. I don't I mean, know, Jim. You got to kick the field goal now. And like, and they, the offense kept staying, and the Chiefs stopped them, but they just, you know, the, the holds were yeah, kind of tough, but essentially. Oh, so this game, week you don't like defensive holding, huh? Is that is that how we're playing it now? No, I'm just saying, like in, in a situation well, like, like that, like it like it varies from situation to situation. Like it's it, not exactly no. the same. No, it's just like how soft they are, and like in the crux of this game, they were allowing a lot of contact, and they, it just became very soft. And it the the way it, the the crazy thing was, it made Zach Taylor go from like, oh, he's coaching a great game, oh, he fucked it up. Oh my gosh, he got lucky. Or he got, you know, it ended up being like a genius 5D chess move. And they essentially took a couple knees and they kicked a game-winning field goal, a chip shot. And they won. The, the Chiefs never saw the ball again. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like, and the, you know, the Chiefs now lost the one seed because the Titans mm-hmm. won. And it's, you know, they, they're tied with the, the Chiefs and they lost, they lose the tie break on that with the same record. Yeah, so, so I, I have, a, I have a question for you. Yeah. So you said back half of the season, Chiefs defense has really kind of stepped up, right? Yeah. We are we have a bunch of games here in the second half. I'm looking at it right now. Sub 20 points allowed by the Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rattle off the quarterbacks, and I want you to tell me how you feel about it, all right? Okay. Daniel Jones, Jordan Love, Derek Carr twice, Dak Prescott, whoever was playing for the Broncos at that time, uh, Big Ben. Is there a little bit of a pattern there with the exception of, I guess, Dak, but the Cowboys kind of just I mean, stopped Derek, playing Derek once Carr in a while. Is, is, you know, no, nothing bad. He's, He's not, not bad, bad but I don't know. It seems like I think the Chiefs defense got better in the back half, but that might be slightly inflated given, you know, the, the offenses that they've gone up against. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose. I just, I, I think it's like based on what they were doing in the beginning of the year. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, that's they were historically like, bad at the yeah. beginning of the year for sure. And I think, I think that it's kind of like the the rumors of the offensive of the Chiefs' offense's death and the rumors of the Chiefs' defense's life, whatever you want to call it, were greatly exaggerated. I think that. The defense isn't quite as good as people are giving it credit for. And then we were all panicking about the offense a couple weeks ago. And which is which is kind of fine. funny to me because it's like, yeah, you look at Mahomes' stat line, you know, 40, almost 4,600 yard, 4, yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 picks. But a lot of those, like, you, you know, we've talked about them at length are like going off at Tyreek's hands or weird deflections and things like, you know, like I- I- interception can always be misleading. I feel like, especially like in a scope of an entire season, like you look at his bad throw percentage. It's not, it's really not that bad. It's just unlucky. So I think like the offense for sure, like the death of their offense or being figured out was greatly over-exaggerated. And like, I, I, I think the defense they're they're definitely good enough. They're an opportunistic defense, which you know, and, and you had a guy like Spagnolo who has a history of being aggressive and, you know, sometimes that's not going to help you like this, this game, he was aggressive and they paid for it. And I think it's just, you kind of look at that by a game to game. Um, yeah. Know. And, and they're aggressive and the defense is definitely good enough to yeah. get them all the way. Hypothetically, don't hear what I'm not saying. I mean, you don't need an amazing defense when you have the chiefs offense. Yeah, and, well, and that's the thing too. Like the off, the yeah, like the offense because it's so good and it still is very good. Like it's a it plugs up a lot of holes, and that's what happens. And either you see that more often with a team's offense doing that to make up for some poor defensive play or some maybe just above average defensive play over like vice versa. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just yeah. is what it is. Are, in the NFL. are, are we? Uh... Can we please be done with, uh, or I guess Clyde Edwards-Alaire was hurt this week, but I don't know. I'm, I'm still squatting on my take from like six months ago that I just don't think he's that good. And it seems like every running back the Chiefs have is doing better than he was. I I don't know. I think he's been kind of unlucky a lot, especially in his young career with touchdowns. I think that, you know, hurts where he'll have like these touchdown runs that get negated by a holding or something. Um which you know, put, a, put a pin in it. We'll, 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 I, I feel like we'll have to wait until next year to decide that one. And like, he does everything they ask him of. It's not like they need him to be, you know, a well over a thousand yard rusher. And I mean, it's just not their offense. They don't need that when you have Mahomes and I mean, Daryl Williams he, had 88 yards and two touchdowns, 6.3 carry. I mean, he, they use the running back this year, but not. Oh no, yeah. But only 14 carries. Like that's not a, ton like that's pretty low i mean mixon only had 12 but usually his numbers are closer to 20 plus touches a game so i don't know yeah i guess that's fair um all right uh let's i think we should just go into segments because mine's related to this game my performance of the week sure why don't you uh, go then first I, then just keep um, it rolling yeah because then we, we'll talk about cardinals cowboys in segments again too i have them coming up uh all right my performance of the week I alluded to it. Goes to Jamar Chase. Um, broke the 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 long-standing uh, receiving record for a rookie um, set by Justin Jefferson last year. 
exploded for 11 catches, 266 yards, three touchdowns on 12 targets. Maybe don't put him in single coverage. I just, there's a thought. Um, it's an awesome thought. I, yeah. I wanted to ask you a question because I did see a, some highlights actually on the, the Bengals TikTok account, put them up there. Yeah. Um, are you embarrassed that Jamar Chase is just so much better at the gritty than Justin Jefferson is? <laughs> like it's ridiculous. He's like adding new things and like he he's he's mixing and matching different moves. I've only ever seen Justin Jefferson do the thing, and that's then like with his eyes. That's that's it. No, he also does it with his hands out to the sides and all that. It's the but... same mo- motion though. And I think I heard uh, someone that's all, like a, all like I have to say is the guy that created the gritty is like a childhood friend of Justin Jefferson. So I like to think that he does it the best. Yeah, but like Justin the childhood friend of like the guy who created peanut butter doesn't own Reese's. Like I think that Jamar Chase might be, in fact, I think he is. I'm going to go out there and say it. He's way better than Justin Jefferson. And Justin needs to step his game up if he wants <laughs> this to keep, you know, being his thing. Because I feel like see, it's getting dangerously see, this close. Is, this is where, because... Jamar Chase opted out last year, so he didn't play football so last he spent season. all year practicing. Exactly. There you go. That's <laughs> why. Justin Jefferson didn't have that luxury. He didn't have a chance to st- take a year off. Well, and and Jefferson like made it famous last year, and so Jamar's on his couch, and he's like, yeah. oh, man, this is, yeah. really, this is really catching on. i got to figure yeah. this one out. Justin's yeah, okay, always going to have sense. the guy that brought it to the NFL, and everyone does it. So, I mean, it's just, you know. Okay. People are going to do make it their own. I mean, it's just that's what you need to do is celebrate the like a very popular celebration. So the you answer, your, your answer is on it. not embarrassed. No, because that was my question. It. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we still uh, got to see it. Oh, don't yeah, worry. We, we, yeah, we haven't seen it yet. Last um, week, right. you had the gritty. Yeah, if they make it to the Super Bowl, I'll definitely do a gritty. How about that? No, see, I don't want to have to root for that. I got to put you in a box somehow. Well, at least you didn't say if they win the Super Bowl. So, like, if you can get there and then lose, that would be that would be real fun. No, I, I mean, it, once yeah, I'm I'm not worried about winning once we get there. I will oh. be when we get yeah. there, but not right now. Huh. It's convenient then that you're just bad mouthing the Chiefs and like saying they're not really that good, and you know the Chiefs suck and the Titans suck, and just, all I know is that the, this happened to you with the, with the Bucks and Tom Brady last year. So, just uh, history, you know. We'll we'll talk about the Bucks and Tom Brady. In fact, my performance of the week goes to Mr. Antonio Brown. Ah oh, man. Um, and this is a performance in the truest sense of the word because A B put on a fucking show this week. Mm-hmm. He got in a fight with everyone on the sideline. I don't exactly know how it started. I don't think that's been So So I saw a, a report that yeah. actually had strike. So this is actually my stock down. Uh, is AB's career just as a whole um, ever since that hit from Bontez Perfect? He's going to fight Logan Paul. It's just doing great. uh, One of the Paul brothers. Yeah, he's going to fight someone, one of them. Um, Well, the report came out, I think it was from Ian Rappaport, where it was like AB's side of the story, uh, who by the way is still in New York. Like he was at like the courtside, like Nets. Yeah, he's just chilling. Yeah, having a great time. He was in New York. So it's like he just left and he was gone. And like, yeah, he got uber and it's just i i don't know like where is ab what is he doing right now and i guess it is what it is uh he's doing cameo videos someone from vikings twitter got him to say his take on what the vikings should do with uh, mike zimmer which is just phenomenal 
And he said you guys should keep him. And I mean, let's take a moment here and respect the fact that Antonio Brown has never been wrong about anything in his entire <laughs> life. So I think, maybe I think we that's the most damning. This. That's like the most like damning like piece of evidence. Like he is not okay. I'm like, oh no, he needs help. But so the his side of the story is yeah. The rest of it was just you could he, sweep that under the rug. He was coming back from an ankle injury. Well, dirt like this is keep in mind like in the second half. So we they've played a good amount. He's been out there, and he only needed a few more yards and catches or something to hit a, a million dollar uh, incentive bonus. Yeah, one and touchdown, gonna, a couple catches. He was like going to break yards? it. He was going to yeah. get it. Yeah. And it's, he then I guess was not on the field for a while. Apparently, the uh, Bucks coaching staff, like Arians and the offensive coaches, wanted him to go out there. And he said, he's like, no, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not healthy. Like, I'm not healthy enough to go. And then I guess he kept saying he was too hurt. And they said, well, if you're not going to go in, like, I guess Arians was like, if you're not going to go and play, then you're not going to be here. Like, you're not going to be on the side. Like, you're going to, like, you can leave. And basically saying, if you're not going to go in the game, you're off the team. And then he, that's what, like, threw him into a, you know, a an uncontrolled. Yeah, he cannot be calmed down. Mike Evans went over to him, couldn't calm him down. He starts taking everything off. And then obviously we all <laughs> saw the video which I think NFL did everything they could to remove that from the internet. And, and like it, it is hard it. to take shoulder pads in a Jersey off like that. Oh over yeah. your Head, but it's yeah. so funny that he got stuck for a second and, and was just struggling with it yeah. over his head and threw yeah. everything into the stands. Did a couple jumping jacks in the end zone while there was like, football going on and the other yeah he just field. ran across the end zone and it's just security for a second thought he was like a streaker or something and almost like yeah. oh are we gonna we're we gonna go get this guy and yeah i mean i so that he gets my performance of the week because i mean that that was, was the most entertaining thing that happened that last week it's by a mile yeah. this season well probably. and like he literally then was quoted before saying like how the media is the ones all about the drama. He just wants to play. Oh, yeah. And then this the, happened. The media had the audacity to videotape him stripping and quitting on a team in the middle of a game. And that's no, just this the quote, media for this you. quote. This quote was before. I know, I know. That. But, yeah. but this, this incident solidifies <laughs> that, that narrative that the media is crafting this around Antonio Brown. I, I mean, who hasn't taken their shirt off in the middle of their job and walked out while doing some, <laughs> some, some calisthenics? I, I, I did, I did it's it today, a totally but, normal I, thing. but I work from home. So it's a little different. <laughs> so it's just, you know, yeah. it is. And if it there is. was a reporter there, they would have taken a video <laughs> of you and you, you'd be canceled right now. I'm shocked that Antonio Brown hasn't used the phrase woke mob. That feels like right up his alley. Not that I, mean, I know maybe, about guys. I don't know. That. He could have. I don't. There could be videos around him. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's my performance of the week. Hats off to uh, you, Ab. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to Nathan Beerman Award. It it only feels fitting. Like I always love giving this to a quarterback because you know the namesake of Nathan Beerman. And the only thing we were missing, which we almost got, was a pick six in this game. Um, I have to give it to New York Giants, stay in New York, Mr. Mike Glennon. Uh, oh, Mike. This was so bad. He was 4 of 11 for 24 yards, two interceptions, sacked four times, 
pretty sure he fumbled twice. I don't know. He fumbled four times. He lost two of them. Like it was just, it, it, it was awful in so many ways. And I think he had more interceptions than completions beyond the line of scrimmage, which yeah, that's hard to do. I mean, I, I the Bears don't have a bad defense, but they don't have that good of a defense anymore. No, it's terrible. And- Daniel Jones owes Mike Glennon should owe Mike Glennon like 10 to 15% of like the rest of his career earnings of just yeah. like, look, I'm not this guy. Yeah. Look how bad it could be. You guys think I turn the ball over a lot. Look at this train wreck of a human being. Look at this <laughs> cacophony this, of misery over here. This long necked man. Just <laughs> like he, <laughs> you think my neck's long. Look <laughs> how this guy <laughs> He literally had a because of the sacks. He had a net a net of negative six passing yards. That's what they had as a team. I mean, that's it was yeah. so bad. And like, ah, the Jets at least almost won. The Giants, like, fuck, I'd man. much rather be a Jets fan than a Giants fan right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they they at least like are trying to rebuild. The Giants, like Gettleman and like Mara, are just convinced yeah. like they have like there you have your coach coming out joe judge being like i have people i have ex-players that left saying they wish they were still on the team they wish they didn't take more money and leave they you know they, they want a longer off season like they're they were they would be having a lot more fun on our team it's like oh god well it's just the whole so organization bad. i mean i think they're i think the contract works out they're paying uh kenny galladay about half a million dollars for every ball he catches this year yeah, his uh, like nineteen million dollar contract. I think he has thirty eight catches or something like that. The whole Saquon, thing is an absolute train wreck. Saquon finally had a good game, but like he uh, is, I feel like it's pretty safe to say with injuries and all that. Like that's a big swing and a miss of drafting him. I mean, he was I think second overall. Um, I think Baker went in front of him, but like yeah, still. he's he's gonna go the way of Todd Gurley in the next year or two. I'm it, I'm fairly confident, which is sad, but yeah. Cause like he is, he is exciting to watch, but I, I don't know that that whole team is just, it's a mess. Uh, so so yeah. my Nathan Peterman award is also a quarterback, which, you know, I feel like we almost always do give it to quarterbacks. It's kind of the spirit of the award after our, uh, our favorite boy over there, Nathan Peterman, but uh, Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Once again, I don't think we're really going to get into this game too much, but once again, Matt Stafford had a horrible game and yeah. the Rams somehow still won. Yep. Uh, and granted he had two touchdowns and two interceptions. And one of those was a pick six. They were both the same defender and Stafford. This is almost kind of like a season achievement award at this point. He has, I think four pick sixes this year, just a ton of turnovers 15 and interceptions. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I kind of, this is, this is a, a testament to you. I savor you. this. Cause I don't say it a lot. Yeah. You were yeah. right about Matt Stafford. Yeah. Like he's the same guy guys. Like it's, I, 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 I don't know. Like the rose tinted glasses that everyone has or somehow still have Matthew Stafford. I'm, I just, it, I don't know. I've, I've never felt more like, you know, vindicated here with these. I'm like, yes. Like I feel so great about like, I'm getting this, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, go out being like, I was right. I was right. But I was right. I mean, come on. Like he's just, yeah. his last few games, 
I mean, 244 yards, two touchdowns and interception against the Seahawks, which we know what that defense is. Against the Vikings, obviously, 197, touchdown, three picks. Then last week against a horrendous, battered Ravens secondary, 309. So he threw for a lot of yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, obviously, there was a pick six in there. Like, like, he just, brain does not work sometimes when he throws the ball. And, like, they're just bad interceptions, too. Oh. Yeah, and it's almost a double stock up for for you. Credit to you because by backup Nathan Peterman was uh, Josh Allen, who's another quarterback that you just can't fucking stand. So, I mean, you're yeah, just he, he had, hitting he all cylinders. Bad, <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen has, has had a has had a rough year. I mean, his his rushing numbers are good, but like his he he's he reverts back to like he goes from like elite to like Panic. bust. Like he's yeah. just. He, and it just goes on such a roller coaster. Like he has so these it's a plays. metronome. It just goes back yeah, and forth. He has these these plays and these throws. Where I'm like, damn man, that was, that's insane. And other ones where I'm like, that's so bad. Like, what are you doing? And I I don't know. Like that's infuriating to watch. Is like a, if you're a Bills fan, but I don't know. I'm not. But you not love talking. it because you hate him. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> like, like I I I actually I enjoy watching him. Play. I accused you of hating him on Twitter today, and you didn't dispute it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to go. I just, there's your like, proof no. right there. Because like you came in the conversation, it was late. It was, that, that was a conversation. Paul was... Allen told a story about how you told him that you hate oh Josh my gosh. Allen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to stock up. Uh, I'm going to give it to a bird team that desperately needed a win. And that is the Arizona Cardinals beating the Cowboys. 25, uh, 22, not really like a flashy performance, but they just didn't really make any mistakes. Um, and they, they did a great job shutting down the run game or the, the Cowboys. I'm convinced that the Cowboys offensive line just refuses to run block. They're just so bad at running. And like, yeah. I, I don't like, they just cannot get any push. Like every time Zeke gets the ball, he's being met like a yard in the backfield, like every time. And I just, I, I don't know. It's, he's not the type of running back too, where he's shifty enough to evade that. Like, he's like, I just have to try to muscle my way through and it's tough. Like his longest run of the year, I bet is probably only like 25 yards. But. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been a little bit disappointing. The Cowboys offense had another one of those clunker games that they have every once in a while. Um, and credit to me because I predicted that the Cowboys would lose because I think they're going to win. Right. <laughs> I, I, I think, I don't yeah. know. That's that's where we're at. So, I was right. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that's my, my that's my uh, stock up. Your stock up. My stock up is burgers because in the past two weeks oh. we've had three fifty burgers. Yeah, uh, and we're we're going up, so we should get three this week because we had one two weeks ago, two this last week. I, I mean, I think that we're at that point in the year too where defenses are just fully giving up. If you watched. The, you know, the games this week, the Patriots and the Jags. I mean, oh, my God, if you were a Jaguars player, would you just be like, let it just just make it stop. Just do a running clock the whole second half, maybe even the yeah. last three quarters. It It's just over. Just just make it stop. Yeah, I, I it is that. I mean, it makes sense in like cold weather areas, I guess. Like if you see like a lot of running, but I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with this team's being you know, 17 weeks now. And they're like, I'm, I'm ready for the, we're not going to the playoffs. 
I just I don't want to because in a normal season, this would be the last week that the Jaguars would have to play a football game against another team. So you just kind of let it slide at the end there. You know, you 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 let the diet slip, you lose control and you just kind of, you know, gain some weight at the end. But here the Jaguars still have a whole nother game. And I don't think anyone told them that. No, it's going to be rough this next week against Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Um, All right. Stock down. My, I already said it, so I guess I'll just gloss over it. Just AB's career. It's just, it doesn't Didn't look he like... drop an album or something? Is that is that right? Yeah. He did. <laughs> he dropped a song literally like an hour after. He got oh my supposedly cut, and everyone thinks that he was just doing it to promote that. Also, he hasn't been cut yet as of this yeah, recording. Like, no, gonna... I'm wondering if that's just because he doesn't, the Bucks don't want him to get to get signed anyone. Yeah. Because yeah. like he could sign and like I, I I bet they just don't want him to sign with a contender or something. If I were like, the Bucks, if, I would kind of want him to sign with a contender because he's just he's just a bomb waiting to go off. Yeah, but he he'll have some stretches where like he's really good. And like we're at the point of the year yeah. where you only need him for a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, and if you difference. did play the Bucks in the playoffs with him, I'm sure that he would go in on a fuck you tour and all that stuff. So you're probably right. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that's maybe why they're doing it. A little uh little chess match here, but I don't yeah. know. Uh all right, what's your so, uh, stock down? Yeah, my stock down, and this is one of those where sometimes I kind of feel bad because my stock downs are are topics or items or people that the stock is already pretty low. And it gets even Let's lower. And that, down. Yeah, that's the case here. Uh, FedEx Field tried to kill oh. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> and after, I think FedEx Field is getting frustrated because it hasn't like ended a quarterback's career while playing the game. By the way, if you don't recently. know, FedEx Field is the Washington football team's horrendous yeah. stadium that is leaking sewage yep. and just it's tearing up people's knees. Like it, it's the that's the field where you look at all like the really bad injuries like knees and stuff like that, it happens on that field. Like it's just, yeah, you know, it literally is like an Indian burial ground. Like it's cursed. It's bad. Yeah. And this week uh, the Eagles beat the football team. Jalen Hurts was kind of approaching the tunnel, walking off the field afterwards. A bunch of Eagles fans were trying to kind of lean down and hold their hands out, get some high fives or whatever. Pretty normal stuff. And the railing just gave way. And like half a dozen people toppled, out of the ground, like less than a foot or so. Oh, in no, front literally. Of Hurts. Like, if, I mean, if it was Jalen so Hurts close. Was, if Jalen Hurts was walking closer to that wall yeah. or instead of the other one, he mm-hmm. would have been hit right into. Luckily, yeah. he was like closer to the other one. And it, you know, he still had to like jump out of the way. Yeah. And do you know, like, did you know why it, like that happened? No, I, I didn't guess hear anything. This railing, yeah, this came out today. I think this railing had all that's happened before. So it was just zip tied together. <laughs> it was, it literally they're putting like band-aids on these massive problems. Like, see, ah. see, that's an example where it's like that oh, dance story fire. about zip tying it. That could be fake, but the bar is so low for FedEx. No, there's field literally that I totally pictures. believe it. There's literally pictures okay, and yeah. they're like, like, Oh, they're like the black, like heavy duty zip ties. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like six zip ties. They're not going to support they over use a thousand the heavy pounds. duty zip ties. Not those, you know, regular zip ties. And like Jalen hurts. 
he he wrote them a letter like to the the office the front office for yeah, the Washington yeah yeah he, he lettered him saying being like you know because no one has reached out like there was zero medical assistance for either him nor all the fans and he's like it's extremely concerning and like Jalen Hurts like I really I, I like he's always been very very professional like even in, you know at Alabama you know he lost his job to Tua and he settled for being a backup and then he came back in and then he obviously did transfer. Um, but you know, he's always had this professional professionalism about him. And this is just another example of that. Like he was in the, I think last week when he was asked about, you know, missing, uh, how he missed Goddard wide open or something in the end zone. And he kind of explained yeah, he the coverage and like why, yeah. Like yeah. he's like, this is how the progression reads. And I just, you know, why I saw it late. And like, he's very, very like open book and he's, you know, he, he likes to teach. And I think like, that's something that you don't see that all the time. Um, he's like, you know, by beyond his years. So that's why I want him to be good. Um, just yeah, because he's he, got a cool story to him. But. He's got a cool story. Seems like a nice guy and he doesn't deserve to have a career ending injury walking into the tunnel. It's just, it's just so bad. I'm glad you brought it up. Cause I was going to bring it up later. Um, yeah. And like, they still haven't addressed anything. Shout out to them though. They are going to come out with, they're finally going to come out with a, a team name in, I think March or February. Yeah. Um, and they eliminated the red wolves, which I thought was probably the best one. Yeah. Because you f- should probably keep red somewhere in it. Well, that's why a lot of people were saying, like, not, the, the, you know, a lot of people were saying like, maybe like the red tails or something like Washington, like red tails, which is the, uh, back in, it, it was a, um, Oh, the division the of like the, the plane. Yeah. yeah. It was like an all, um, black, like squadron um way back in i i, I don't know what it was, was i think world it was world war one war what? It, was, I think it, was it was world, world war one yeah. i did a yeah. pre- i did a presentation on it <laughs> yeah and so i i mean like everyone saw I know that because like, george lucas made a movie what a weird I don't, thing I don't for him see, to make a movie about uh, yeah i don't see uh <laughs> dan snyder signing off on that though i feel like that would be so. like I don't, I could see them doing that though, because it's like, we're going from a, like a racist thing to like a yeah. pro diversity thing very yeah. explicitly. So I don't know. We'll it just see. depends on how much like the PR team has like say, be like, we should really do this. I don't know. I kind of I like the ones that they were throwing. Like, I think like Armada is like one of yeah. them, like some, something like that. That'd be kind of neat. Well, they know. were, there's always talks too about because they're based in DC. Like you have, you know, like sticking to something. Oh, like I saw that, one like that was like the presidents and, and I was like, yeah. oh, they, they, oh, yeah, no. they have all that. Like, you know, is what like, it what, is. What's your mascot. If you're the presidents, like you got like, like W out there or something. Whoever like, the president is at the time. Yeah. But like that, a big, that, that would be out of him. problematic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. True. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cause like they were like, because Washington's had like the senators and then it became obviously the nationals and they were talking about some making it like some politicky, you know, like DC does the but. bills, <laughs> the dollar bills, <laughs> Buffalo's like, what the fuck I, guys? I meant like the bill of rights, but yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on to our week 18 preview. So sadly, we are approaching or in the final week of the regular season. It goes by so fast. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Got a lot of meaningless games, um, I, but we're still going to highlight ours, even though 
ours are going to have zero bearing on any seedings for us only for draft order. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's the only implication we have. So I obviously have the bears coming to Minnesota, uh, taking on the Vikings. Uh, Is it going to be Justin Fields? We're, we're going to be playing all the starters. I don't think so. I think it might be Dalton still. I'm not sure. Um, But the way it sounded like, and with like how last week was, I probably see them just sticking with Dalton for the season, which, okay. Um, you think that like Matt Nagy and Mike Zimmer are going to have some sort of like really long hug at the end of the game in the middle of the field? And like, like would they both know what's going to happen once they, you know, if we just stay out here, they can't fire us and they'll just like <laughs> just hang out and like camp out in the middle <laughs> just for hours. Probably not, but oh, I didn't even, we didn't even talk about. It. I saw that you had like a thing where you mentioned how quick do we think the Zimmer handshake will be with Lafleur, and it wasn't like it was a longer one. It was a long but, one. It was yeah, a final one. Yeah, yeah. And because I'm like, I'm sure Zimmer knows. Like this is the last time, you know, shake his hand. And so I just I can't ever let last year the internet forget about that that original handshake with the video I tweeted where Zimmer like basically high fived him on the way by. Yeah, yeah. Um, all time i don't know this one like i never i'm never gonna root for us to lose and at the end of the day like we lose this game or we win this game we what cost ourselves maybe three or four draft spots like eh, i don't know like i haven't looked at the full order i just i know because we're playing all the starters and like the bears are just are not a good team i'd be shocked if we lost um but Again, is it kind of a win one for Zimmer situation here? Where I, I I'm thinking that's why. Like I think it's like it, we we're, there's no way we don't fire him. Like there we have to. Like I just I don't know. Like it, it just it it sounds is, to me like now you think there might be a way that they don't fire him. Well, because like I I I'm never gonna be like absolute. Like because like I I thought we should do a lot of different things, but they don't. Like I. I well, have to believe that the Wilfs are going to be like, okay, back-to-back bad years, like very underwhelming years. We should not be missing the playoffs of this talented of a roster. Like we shouldn't. And yeah. we just find ways to. And I'm like, that's has to be on coaching. Just, well, and there's no way immersively, around it. you know, this is a home game and there's some stuff that goes along with that. You'd rather have kind of your, you go out on a victory at home. It's also yeah. nice for Zimmer because it's inside. So his face won't, I'm curious, how many, I'm curious how many fans will for sure be there because like ticket prices are pretty cheap um for bike yeah my company like, is giving away some tickets and i was like i am not shocked they're still like 50 bucks but at the same time like that's cheap for us bank um and they did just announce today that minneapolis is is having a mask mandate so if you're going to be oh, at the game, yeah. you have to wear a mask, which before you didn't need to. You were encouraged, um, it was encouraged yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't a mandate for it. And so now that it happened, I'm wondering even less people will go. But I don't know, like if tickets are super, super cheap, if they're like if I can get in for 20, 30 bucks, like hell, I'll go. I'll go and sit up. You know, I I'll I, go. I, I, yeah, I, I enjoy <laughs> like going to games. And so. Actually, I no, no, I won't. That fucking horn. There's no way I could deal with that in real life. <laughs> um, have you have you not been to a Vikings game at US? I've, have you never? I've never been to a Vikings game. Yeah, I've heard the that. horn from my apartment when they were playing at TCF back mm-hmm. in the day, and I could hear it like through my 
goddamn walls. It was my own personal hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've never been. Wow. Next year. Yeah. Next, <laughs> next year, Kevin. Um, so I, I don't know. I expect us to win. What do you think the line is on this one? Um, let's give the Vikings. Let's see. Kirk's back. I'll give him six. How about that? Vikings only three and a half point. Favorites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not kind. Not very kind. Oh, I would um, take them to cover that one pretty easy. Yeah. So 40, 44 and a half, uh, over under, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Jake, you uh, want to go double or nothing? But you have to bet against the Vikings. Nope. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, other game, Packers meeting this game against at Detroit. Uh, this one's surprising. Well, I guess not really, because I guess Vegas must be assuming that uh, backups are playing. Well, so this is this is kind of an interesting situation. Because the Packers winning last week locks up the one seed no matter what. There's no scenario where they don't get the one seed in the NFC. So you'd think this game doesn't matter at all. We're going to sit all the starters. But after, right right after the game this last weekend in the postgame, both Rodgers and Adams said that they intend to play, or at least they intend to start. And, you know, however much of the game that they end up playing is up in the air, and Lafleur hasn't really like shot that down, so it sounds like they're probably going to get maybe even up to like a half, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, if they want to do it, and Lafleur, I mean, obviously it's up to them. It's up to the coaching staff, but I don't think it's the worst idea in the world. It makes me incredibly nervous. Um, just whenever you get into these, you know, meaningless situations, you kind of want to keep your guys safe. That mm-hmm. said, I mean, if they didn't play, they'd have a three-week break between playing live snaps of football, which is a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, other noteworthy stuff, I think Bakhtiari's back practicing again. There's been some talk that maybe he could get some snaps in this week. Um, and if not, then maybe in the playoffs. And that would be real tough to have your first action of the season be in the playoffs. So, that's might be weather leading towards getting him out there this next week. Uh, I don't think Jair is going to be out there. I think he's more of a for sure in the playoffs, so they don't want to risk it. Uh, any sort of reaggravation. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a ton to say. I mean, this means nothing for the Lions. If a anything, Saint, a Saint Brown off here. Got brothers oh. going against each other. If I didn't even think about active. that. Yeah. Do you think Equinemius is pissed that like Amon oh, Ra has been sure. just exploding in the for last sure. couple of weeks? Yeah. Amon yeah. Ra is by far is much is the much better St. Brown. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, Chad, Chad Amon Ra and Virgin Equinemius. Like it's not yeah. even close. <laughs> it's just he bodies them every time I bet. Um which <laughs> is really well put, like, sad. Like the younger brother just putting him in a box. And it just ugh. well, and, and I mean we haven't talked about it on this show at all because we don't talk about the Lions hardly ever, but Amon Ra St. Brown, for a dude who like most people didn't know his name he's had like a crazy month or so where he's, yeah he's been the only show in town with Hawkinson gone and he's had like seven touchdowns in four weeks or something. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. He's, he has like over like 500 yards in like the last five games. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's bananas. He would be like on pace for just an insane season yeah. total if that had been going on the whole time. So I don't know. I'm kind of just rooting for uh, no injuries on this one. I don't care if they win or lose. Um, I think Adams needs like 22 yards to break the single season yardage uh, record. So he'll probably want that. I don't know. I'm just kind of 
crossing my fingers and watching through my uh and watching through my fingers. A lot of finger stuff going on. Just do you do you think stuff. like do you think that they keep Rogers? Like do, how much do you think he actually because like obviously they're the MVP race is yeah. it's not like last year where it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. Like this year, he you know has him he has Brady on like on the less interceptions, but Brady's obviously thrown a crazy amount of yards and touchdowns. Yeah. And so like the, the flashy, like the first glance stats, you don't well, have he, any, they're both and winning teams. Both yeah. Going to playoffs. And I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't almost lose to the jets last week, which a recency bias, you could say the saints game was bad, but that was such a long time ago that, I mean, I think it, it impacts things less. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a part of it, I think. And I'm sure, you know, Rogers would say he doesn't care about it. And I'm sure that that wouldn't be entirely true. So I think he does want to get out there, toss a couple more touchdowns in the first half, hopefully, and and get out safe and try to kind of secure the presumptive lead, which I think everyone kind of agrees he has at the moment. Yeah. Uh, except for that one fucking clown voter uh, who's a Chicago writer, writer. who yeah. said that he's too mean to get the MVP he's a jackass. He called him. A yeah. Jackass. He's the biggest Boy. jerk in the league. Yes. Yeah. I think a, a direct quote there. And I mean, what an absolute clown. As soon as, as, soon as I saw he was from Chicago, I was like, ah, yeah, like, well, yeah, like you I'm look like, it up. Okay. Cause the story, the headline never says like he's from Chicago, but if you look at no. it at all and you see that and you go, Oh, now it makes sense. Now, yeah. you know, Rogers cost himself one MVP vote with the IO. Well, and that, that's the thing though. Like MVP, there are a lot of narrative base into that. Like, like, you know, yeah, it, it, but, there's a but reason like off the field see. stuff. I mean, he was citing his like COVID stuff, which I'm on record is not agreeing with, but MVP isn't about like, we have an award for off the field stuff. It's called Walter Payton man of the year. It looks, it's got a strange trophy. I don't think the coat is a good design choice, but that's beside the point. This mm. is the MVP. This is playing the game of football. Nothing else. You could be a terrible human being. You could be the worst guy in the world. If, if Hitler ran a good 40 time, he'd get the MVP because it's about playing football. Yeah. That's but that's where I'm like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I think it's just going to go to, it, it takes a lot for them to give. There's a reason that you don't really see back to back MVPs just because they yeah. like be diverse with it. And that is what it is. I don't, I, I wouldn't, I can see the argument for both sides, but I think the narrative around like Brady doing it at, you know, 45 years old, like it's it, it just a whole thing. Like it's just all, that's always what it's about. Um, yeah. It's, it's subjective. And if someone truly made, you know, a legitimate argument for Brady over Rogers based on play and stuff like that, I, I, I would disagree, but I wouldn't just, you know, call them names. Like I'm doing with this guy. This guy is just a complete, I think Rogers called him a, a chump or something like that on an interview today. Yeah, I mean, and he's, he's right. Or bum, bum. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was a U. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with that. Um, all right. And then the other couple games here. So the, our games are meaningless. There's a couple games that really determine who's in and the seedings, uh, both on each side. So we know the Eagles are for sure in. This is where it gets tricky because the, the Niners lost. They play the Rams. So if if they were to lose to the Rams and the Saints beat the Falcons, the Eagles jump to the sixth seed and then the Saints get in the seventh seed. 
Now, if the Ram, if the if the 49ers beat the Rams, uh, that gives them the sixth seed, and the Eagles go back to the seven. The Rams take the fifth seed, and the Cardinals, if they beat the Seahawks, which they should, they get the three seed. So a lot of changing. It looks like the um, the Bucks are going to be the two seed as long as they win. Uh, there's no way that they don't uh, mm-hmm. because the the Cowboys can't. You know they have one loss, they can't catch one less them. loss. Yeah, they can't catch them. Um, so they 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 could be either the three seed or I believe the four seed. Uh, oh, I think that's the, right. The only thing is actually sorry. I'm sorry. The the the, the Cowboys are locked in the four seed. It's the Rams who can move the Bucks to the three seed because they they have to have the same record. They have the tiebreak over them. So the Rams are either going to be the two or the five seed, which is yeah, a big difference. Um, you could so call that, it significant. Yeah, so that the, that's the NFC. Everything else is kind of locked up. The AFC is a little interesting because you have the if the Titans just win, they get the one seed. The Chiefs get the two seed if they win. The Bengals already won their division. If they beat the Browns, um, they get the three seed. If they don't. They get the four seed, so that's worst they can do. Obviously, if as long as the the Bills don't somehow lose the Jets, which I imagine they. I do. don't know, man. The Jets are. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I think the Bills are going to win, um, but they looks to be that they're going to be in that um, either the the four the or three, three or the seed. four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the wild cards where it gets interesting because the you have. Teams like the uh, the Patriots playing the Dolphins, which is at Miami, which historically speaking, they have trouble down there. Uh, so if they lose to them, they are going to be in the sixth seed, or if they beat them, they're in the five seed. So they 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 lose the tiebreak. The only way they win their division is if Buffalo somehow loses to the Jets. So most likely speaking they're going to be a wild card team. It just depends on if they're the best wild card. Of the six. Put it down right now. Bills are losing. We'll come back <laughs> um, to this next week. Okay. So then the, the Colts again, if they somehow lose the Jacksonville Jaguars, that will not happen, but that, that especially seeing what the, the Patriots did, uh, they could possibly be bounced, but they're most likely not going to. So most likely be the sixth seed, the Raven or the, the, the chargers and the Raiders play each other this is a win and in situation well Both teams are are you, are you going to get to the the other off the wall possibility with this game yes i'm, okay. I'm going to Good. i want so, to make sure we cover it yeah so if if the uh steelers beat the ravens this is where it gets a little interesting because if the raiders upset the hang on now i'm confusing myself so if, if the Steelers beat the Ravens, and I think if the Jaguars beat the Colts too, yep, needs to happen. Then yep. if the Chargers and the Raiders who play on Monday night yep. tie, they both get in. So if yeah, those yeah. two improbable things happen, yeah, the Monday night game could, in theory, just both teams taking a knee for 60 minutes. They agree beforehand to do that, and they both make the playoffs. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but I would like to see the issue forced. I am very yeah. much rooting for this. So, yeah, the only way that the the Steelers have a chance 
is if the Jags somehow beat the Colts, which you said is not going to happen, which doesn't have a good history on this show of when you say with Name such 20 times with such conviction. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see. But if the, if that happens and they handle their business against the Ravens, if, if either the Raiders win uh, or the Chargers win, they're in the only way they're not is if they tie and then both the Chargers and the steel and the Raiders are in. So it's a lot of weird things can happen in the AFC. The NFC is pretty cut and dry. You win or you lose, you're in or out, but yeah. And my dream scenario. Yeah. For my dream scenario for the tie is that we get all those pieces to fall into place and the coaches, obviously they can't just kneel down for 60 minutes. That would be ridiculous. They play the whole game. They're tied. They go into overtime and there is, the heaviest moment of truth of like, wow, we really could just, just kind of hang out for (laughs) however many minutes until we both get to make the playoffs. That would be, I would be giddy. I would be glued to the television watching those (laughs) kneel downs. Yeah. I mean, and and most likely thing to happen, obviously that the, the, the Colts beat the Jags and it's becomes a, you know, a moot point and doesn't really matter, but then it just comes down to, whether the Chargers or the uh, Raiders are in, and they they play, I love that they play Monday night because you know, winning in it sets it up perfectly. Yeah, and so I think that's why it's going to happen. Um, so I don't think we're going to see Ben Roethlisberger outside of next week. Um, don't the, you dare say that. Which I, I I'm curious, are you either of you fans of Ben Roethlisberger? Do you like? Do you actually like? really like him or root for him because ESPN on Monday was making the broadcast was making it be like he was some beloved American hero. I like mean, he's a were, hall of fame quarterback. He's yeah. won two super bowls or been to two yeah. and one. I can't remember. One, one, two. Yeah. One, two. He's won two super bowls. Oh yeah. That's right. I forgot about the Cardinals one. Um, he's a hall of fame quarterback. He is one of the few guys that, just rides it out with one team, which isn't really the norm. And I think that I definitely think they laid it on a little thick. And I think you're always going to get that with the broadcast because they, they want to pump up the drama, especially ESPN. I wouldn't call myself a fan of big Ben. I think he's been really funny the last like year, two years, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's, He's too much of a, he's the biggest jerk in, in sports. So I can't be a fan of him. Well, it's hard because he obviously has that really bad thing (laughs) in his, in his career where I don't know. It just felt icky to me. Like what listening, watching I'm like, wow, I don't like how pro and like talking about Ben Roster. I'm like, well, and and I'm going to, I'm going to time travel for you here a little bit, Adam. Yeah. Uh, this off season, Deshaun Watson will go somewhere and he will probably yeah. play football next year. And he'll probably have a really good rest of his career because he's very talented. Yeah. And at the end of his career, we will be sitting here watching his final home game, wherever the hell he ends up. And they will be saying the same things that they are saying about big Ben. Yeah. But at least with Brownsburg, there's only one that came out. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, it's still but... really bad. I think, I don't know. It's going to be the same extent, but yeah, it is really gross that I'm sure we'll, Deshaun Watson will be a quarterback for some team next year yeah. and playing. 
I, I think the best we can do as esteemed members of the media is uh, not that we can acknowledge that they're good at the sport and not say like and, and an even better person yeah. than Roethlisberger because it just every know. time watching that broadcast I'm just sitting there thinking to myself like gross like I don't I don't <laughs> like this at all and I just it, it felt weird and like Gave it was you so, the heebie-jeebies yeah it was just so like emphasized and I don't know I think I think Ben Roethlisberger has like a Bill Clinton effect where now he's like old and so he's not a threat and he's like oh little old I me mean, like I, I could, I could never do nothing to nobody <laughs> uh, yeah but you know what I Clinton's mean like, a little different he's a little more like, geriatric yeah but like time has passed so there's a forgetting factor and there's also like a oh he can't even move factor anymore where it's like oh look at him go yeah I guess I don't know um, all right, let's go to a two minute drill <laughs> to end it on that fucking note. Yeah, all right, let's go to a two minute drill. Uh, all right, so this week I am asking Jake, I believe. Yes, Jake's asking Kevin, Kevin's asking me. Correct. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, who's starting? Um, I'll start. Okay, all right, ready? Yes, ready, set, go. Jake, who is the quarterback of the Vikings next year? A lot of speculation uh, going on. It will be Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That I, I don't think anybody will take that cap hit anyway. So, but yeah, Kirk Cousins. Thank you for not saying Aaron Rodgers. Damn it. Now I no, should he has, have. To, he has to go somewhere. <laughs> Everyone know Kevin, we know this. He has to go somewhere for a year and then come to Minnesota. That's, that's true. How it, that's what, what a happens. New York team. He go to the Giants. Yeah. 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 There. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Uh, quick shout out before I ask this uh, question, Jamar Chase. I started him over Jefferson in my fantasy lineup. No one cares, but um, shout out Jamar boy. Chase. Who else do you have? Why do you, why would you have to choose between those two? Debo and Cooper Cup. Oh, this guy. You, do you play with like six year olds? How how did you nope. acquire these people? Okay, Debo was not high up on people's boards this year. No, Debo was like really. eighth round pick. Yeah. yeah, I got Cup in the fifth. Jamar Chase is a funny story. When um the whole thing came out about how he couldn't catch. One of the guys in our league said, F this, I'm done. Dropped him. And I picked him up. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining. I won. You That's wrote so that bad. article, didn't you, Jake? That's so <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I did. Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how serious are you taking the Cincinnati Bengals? I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. So like oh, a tiny little tangent here. Last year, Adam and I each adopted a bad AFC team. Mm-hmm. And I would like to, I kind of distanced myself from the Bengals after they sucked that entire year. Yeah, I'd like to readopt them. Oh, uh, no, no, I, no. I take them That's very seriously. Joe They're Burrow is for real. Their They're offense is for family. real. Their defense is a little suspect, but they are, I mean, they're they're going to win their division. They're going to be in the playoffs. This is a huge turnaround for them. I tell you what, um, no one wants to play them. No, they had too many good receivers. All right, let's see. Adam, uh, should the Browns move on from Baker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah? He's, he's trash. Yeah, he's... Like, for sure. Like, yes. no, no yeah. regrets. Okay. No. Yeah, you, you, you move on and you look at options. I mean, that's... Do you give you him just... the, it's not you, it's me, or do you just full cut, just... No, because you could probably trade him and get something. I don't think you cut him. I mean, because he did okay. pick up his option. Like, he does have another year on his rookie deal. 
So Trade with the Vikings? God, God, no. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. Probably going to go to like the, well, it's probably going to go to like an NFC team. So someone that's, that's looking for that's him. your darkest timeline right there. Oh, that, that would be so bad, dude. I saw some some slander about you have to get rid of one or like whatever, and it was like Kirk Cousins, Garoppolo, Baker, and uh who's the fourth guy? I don't know. It was not good. But I was mm-hmm. like, and one of the mentions, like not even Vikings fans are like, this is just straight up disrespectful. They're like, oh my gosh, like. I, I think PMT put something out that was like that, but it was Kirk Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, somebody like Joe Burrow and like all these. Guys. Yeah. It was all like really, really good ones. <laughs> and I'm like, cause like, it was just so crazy. I'm like, God, that's just so terrible. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Jake, who is the head coach of the Vikings next year? Um, I hope it's Kellen Moore from Dallas. Oh. Okay. I, I like him a lot. Um, or, the other guy is um, who's the Packers offensive coordinator? I just want uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett Rogers yeah. like Rogers loves him, so that's I just want to take him from there. <laughs> just, you just, just want to take, take him. him away. Yep, I just want to take him give away. Rogers, so Rogers, give Rogers yeah. another re- or another reason. You should you should have answered Rogers for that first one. Then they would have gone together. Yeah. Oh, a package deal. There it is. And then then Devontae <laughs> comes over on a cheap deal and just. Just the biggest, and, like yeah, and and, and Aaron Jones dies. and Jair Alexander, just the whole. No, but team. I'm saying because Devonte needs a new yeah, contract, so I feel like Kevin literally would just fall over and die. Just, I would, yeah, I really he probably would, would implode. It was just, I would just lay down and cease. Yeah. <laughs> just stop. Imagine playing. a full, imagine a full team swap, and how Kevin <laughs> would react. <laughs> no, thank you. All right, Kevin, next one. Um, you also took one of my questions, so I'm going to go. Uh, oh, as a, as a Packers fan, mm-hmm. what are who what team in the NFC are you most worried about in the playoffs? It's the Bucs, even though they're hurt, even though they haven't looked as good recently as they did towards the end of the season last season. It's the Bucs, and, you know, I've, I've walked back the washed Brady take I'll still always, you know, choose Rodgers over Brady, but Brady is a very, very good quarterback and he scares me and there's some trauma there. I don't think anyone else in the NFC, I don't know, the, the Saints, they just kick our yeah, asses. Yeah, like, I mean, what about the Saints? <laughs> like, just bookend the season, which is Saints, Saints, and just get destroyed twice. Yeah, no, it's it's got to be the Bucks though. Oh, God. Um. All right, Adam, is Russell Wilson a Seahawk next year? Um, I'm going to go bold and say no. Um, I, I don't think he is a Seahawk next year. Just, I don't know. Every, everything that I've seen is just pointing that he's gone. Like, you know, he, he's going out with a bang and I just, he's I a real cagey about it. Yeah. Like I, he hasn't, he hasn't been reassuring at all. Um, unlike Kirk Cousins saying he wants to end his career as a Viking. Um, that was interesting today. So I just, you know, he loves it here. Some fans don't, but you He's know, got that whatever. sleep number scholarship or yeah. that's got the, sponsorship. The thing, is, though, the thing is about that. Like if you love it, if you want to be here so bad, maybe start taking some team friendly deals. Now that you've made a lot of money, um, that would be nice, but it's got to pay for those on... stakes. He's got to pay for that foil. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, Jake, last one for you. Who wins the MVP this year? 
Oh. Basically, two quarterbacks <laughs> and two position players. Yeah, I maybe mean, a def- maybe a defensive player if you want to go really bold. Oh, jeez. Well, there is one. There is one that on the verge of history here. The the guy from Chicago that called Rogers whatever he did. Um, I don't know. He makes a pretty good point. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Brady just to spite Kevin. There yes. we go. Yes. Hey, the MVP never wins the, uh, the Super Bowl, right? Do you know who also never wins the Super Bowl, oh, Kevin? True. God, you're you catching who me never wins. A, any team that has lost to Kirk Cousins that year has never won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, go Cousins curse. That's that's, that's like not year, a real nine, thing. It is. Like Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. No, it's I mean real. it's a re, it's a real stat, but it's irrelevant. There's no actual no? correlation yeah. between well, those two. It's not like he's beaten all the really good teams and they somehow didn't. And also, when your bars win the Super Bowl, it's like all the teams that didn't eat like a, you, a you, you, Subway sandwich that year. Like I don't understand. You're just doing the same thing now with your MVP argument. Like it's it's a weird coincidence. But wouldn't it make sense if the MVP also won the Super Bowl? That has way more to do than losing to Kirk Cousins or not. But you, but then you just said they never won. So like that's weird that they haven't happened. It's weird that a team has never. But lost, the MVP and the, the Super Bowl have been around for like way longer than Kirk Cousins has been playing football games. I'm just saying if the it's Packers weirder. don't win the Packers, Packers is weird. If the Packers don't win the Super Bowl this year, the Cousins curse lives on. It just okay. continues. And there's going to be there's, there's really, seven teams. There it's a really teams. easy curse to continue cuz it's really easy to not win the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. You know. You I'm Kevin, just giving you something to some, blame. Somebody on That's Twitter hit me with that, so you triggered something in the back of my brain from like 2 weeks ago. <laughs> all right kevin last one um uh putting you on the spot here uh worst week 18 game that no one will care about Ooh, let's see here um i'm going to say i could be a real jerk here and say no i'm not gonna do that um i feel like there's an obvious oh yeah it's gotta be an obvious one or at least one i can C. Really? Because most of these seem to have one playoff team. I guess Washington and New York. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, there's only two games that don't have a playoff, either potential or confirmed team, and that's Washington, New York, and the other one. I I would have said we're talking about Bears Vikings if we were not playing our starters. Like if we were all backups, I feel like I'd, I'd be care like more this. about it if you were playing the backups, like just to see. Well, if the backup playing is like we get to see from in the Giants game, I mean, that's do we are we sure Glennon won't just play? I I think he's hurt, isn't he? I don't know. Or maybe he's just sad. I don't know. He never got out. I mean, from never came in. Yeah, well, I'll I'll say Washington and New York because I'm a nice guy. (laughs) Uh, All right, Adam, last question. Is Joe Burrow the best quarterback in the AFC North? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been on record saying I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson fan. I think his while his passing has improved and he's not like bad at throwing the football, he like Burrow has Lamar Jackson I mean, he, not bad at throwing the football. It's yeah. a ringing endorsement. Well, like it, you know, it, <laughs> it's it's not like he's trash. Like it's not like Baker. Um, and Big Ben obviously is old and has his bad moments but he still throws a okay ball every now and then um whereas burrow has just fully come back 
I mean, should be hands down play a uh, comeback player of the year. Sorry, Dak. I just Burrow has been unbelievable uh, yeah. down the stretch, and the team is just cooking, man. I mean, he just does stuff where just he plays with moxie. That's what he has. He's got and swag. Yeah, and I love the code switching he does, like in the locker room when he took pictures, like when he was wearing like the um, division champ shirts, like mm-hmm. how like the pictures he had when he was like with his receivers, say maybe some linemen of <laughs> you know certain ethnic backgrounds and like just jumping back and forth. Yeah. You and get just quite like, a few Joe Burrows. He's just, and, and I love that. Like he's just, he, he does have a lot of just swag and moxie that he plays with and you need that. And I don't know. It's exciting if you're a Bengals fan for if how many are out there. I don't know. Outside yeah. of Cincinnati, are there Bengals fans? I don't know, but good for them. I don't have a problem watching them win or lose. So, and cool. two minutes exactly. Nice. I think we talked uh, about last week how we were going to get more urgency, and then we didn't do that at all. Hey, we're like 20 <laughs> minutes less, 30 minutes less. Yeah, last, last week was week, a so. long one. It was so long that Spotify fucked it up and didn't uh, put the whole episode yeah, out right away. But yeah. fix that. Um, all right. Well, I, I got I got one more thing I want to bring oh. up. Okay. So, this is. Something that we've talked about a couple times in the past here, and we mentioned on the on the show last week that Adam and I were playing in our fantasy football championship, and I don't oh, feel boy. as bad about bringing this up because Adam won the 10K league, so he did get <laughs> a W, just yeah. not both, because uh, I absolutely annihilated him. But that's not important. What's important is that uh, that league has a uh, a payout, if you will, and it just so happens to be $300. Do you know what else is $300, Adam? Uh, no. Well, I would like to thank you and the rest of our league for your <laughs> generous donation to the Green Bay Packers organization. So that means I'm a tenth of an dreams. owner. I am a tenth of an owner of the Green Bay Packers. That's what I heard. Well, technically, the credit card payment is still pending. When you pay with a credit card, I guess they have to like verify that. I don't know, but... The transaction has been made. It just needs to be confirmed. And then I think it takes like four weeks to ship, which is frankly ridiculous. But all that to say, thank you for making one Packer fans dreams come true, Adam. I really do appreciate it. That was your dream? That's <laughs> I need a dream bigger, man. Like, geez. It's one of the dreams. There, I, there are several dreams. Your, your dream was to, to own a very expensive piece of paper? You know, you know the funniest oh. part? of like the whole buying stock process. It asks you how many shares you want. And each share is $300. But if you just type two, you get a piece of paper. It's the same paper. You don't get two of them. It just says two shares and it costs $600. You literally are paying $300 to literally (laughs) hit like a different number key when they put it on there. That's that's amazing. That is the balls of that. And they're, they're like the maximum is 200. So you could only pay like, what would that even be? Like $60,000. Yeah. 200 times 300. Yeah. So that's it's a lot so it of fantasy football championships. It doesn't mean any, like you, there's no, like, so if you no, paid, I, I don't shares, profit. like, 
Well, even like that, like you don't get to like say anything. You don't know. You don't no. get any. No. It's literally in, in the final oh, where it says like nope. you make zero. You have zero <laughs> ability to do things. Like you get to go like, to the thing. Do that. Why wouldn't you buy like, the year? If you wanted like five, then why wouldn't you just buy five? So you get five pieces of paper that each say one instead of yeah. one piece of paper that says five. Because it's a scam. Uh, but, it's not know, a scam. They're very open about it. You have to read lots of uh, terms of service before they allow you to buy one. So Yeah, because they're like, are you really sure you want to do this? Yeah, like, they just, make it very clear. Just be clear. You have zero power. Like <laughs> You do not make any money. This cannot Correct. gain value. Yes. Yeah. They have so. to say that. Otherwise, people could be like, I didn't know that. What? And it's just yeah. And uh Jake, well, some of this goes to you too because part of the shipping was covered by your uh, twenty dollars. So I'm glad <laughs> I can tell pay for shipping for oh, two shipping for a piece of paper that it takes four oh weeks to get God. to you and the shipping is thirty-five dollars. God, that's so but once bad. you've already committed once, like I didn't want to uncommit at that point, so you just have to eat the thirty-five. It's it's a whole thing. That's that's terrible. Well, congratulations for for doing that. Because glad we could help. Yeah. Well, <laughs> really glad we could frame it. Yeah, it's unfortunate that you know my team decided to have the worst week of the entire season. In the yeah, you really should have broke a hundred points PPR that's, if you wanted to that's win. Tough. That was uh, I guess that was tough. In my other league too, like uh, you know, our opponent it was really really close. Came out on Monday night, but I it literally came down to Nick Chubb. He was down by five points and that's when they had the bangle the browns got on the one yard line and i'm sitting there my opponent has nick chubb and i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna lose on a goal line and that's it because i had deontay johnson and he had the uh browns uh offense or browns defense. browns offense browns defense and stefanski then decided like what last helping me and i'm like great i love it and he calls a play action for the tight end and I would, I would have been livid if I was on the other side of it. But at least you didn't get Najee like some people did. Yeah, no, that was bad. Oof. And I ended up winning by like eight because of the Najee touchdown minus him a couple more points or whatever. But still, it would have been it it would have been really bad if I lost that way after losing the way I did last year to you uh, by like point like three eight or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm your boogeyman. You can't can't stop me. Well, I. Killed you in the in the end of the okay, regular season. Okay, you just beat me one of the last five times we played. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that my team just everyone laid an egg. But so did all three of us win fantasy championships this year? All right. Oh no! Nice. Yeah, yeah. Are are we a fantasy podcast now? I, well, yeah. I think it's it's stock up to us. Like we talked about last week, our credibility. You know, it's like yeah. we do kind of know, yeah. maybe. But I, I don't know. The 10K League was it had a better payout, so I was happy. If I was going to win one, I'm glad that was the one I won. And are, I actually, are you going to buy some stock now too? I could, and it, and and it would cover the shipping because it was 340. It could cover the shipping. Oh, that's so <laughs> and perfect! Five extra dollars. You get like a candy bar too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get it. I, I think we should. We got to cut it there. Um, yeah, that was perfect. All right. Well, congrats to all of us for winning at least one of our fantasy leagues. So, credibility to the pod. Um, we yet we will never talk about. We, we're not going to have segments on fantasy football. We only have little blurbs here and there. This was championship weekend. We can yeah. have five yeah, minute we'll, fantasy we'll talk football talk. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Kevin for putting himself in a box with the league trophy proposal that he came <laughs> up with. So there was that where he said. 
I think the league winner and the commissioner, who is me, should split the cost of a trophy. And then that was when said, I thought you were going to win. So yeah. I'd like to take that back. Yeah, because then you said, so about this trophy, and then our our good friend Karsten in front of the pod, he said, quoted saying, I think the league winner and the commissioner should split it out of a out of goodwill. And I, all I'm, all like, I'm going to say no about longer, this I no is we've talked like about that. a trophy for two years in a row, and then yeah. you lose to me in the championship, and suddenly we're not talking about a trophy anymore. We were talking, I've been talking about a trophy inside one with Patrick Mahomes, do it, you, you know, were talking about a trophy Dustin. last spring and you were like, I might get it soon. And I was like, so I get it then through the next season until there's a new champion. No. And you said, literally, no. I have been trying to like put this out there. And then it's just like, okay, like, I think we definitely should, but regardless, hey, it's going to, I'm all here for it. I'll, I'll chip in my 20 bucks. So, Oh, now you will. Now it's like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh. I would have chipped in my 20 bucks regardless. You know that. Yeah. But you just didn't say anything, so yeah, because I, I make jokes. It's a defense mechanism. End the podcast. Clearly, all right. Well, thanks for listening to our episode, <laughs> Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to the website at ten k takesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. If you just search Ten K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Third Underscore Forever Ten K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, memes, content, videos. All, all, everything you want NFL related, especially on uh, NFL game days. And you're going to see a lot more of that come playoffs uh, since basically every game's in prime time. So that's where you'll see a lot of it. Uh, you can also find links to all of our profiles in there. We're a little more active, a little more mo- emotional, a little more biased, whatever you want to call it. You can get in arguments with Kevin, wallow in sadness with me and Jake, whatever you want. Uh, we're going to be active both. in the offseason too. Do both. You know, if you want to flip-flop between a sad and mad, go for it. Um, <laughs> I've been your host, Adam Ozger, as always, by producer Jake, as well as my co-host, Kevin. Kevin, final words. Number one C, baby.